Morning, 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 morning. Morning. Hope things are good with you, uh, that you've had a good week. Um, not a great week. Um, yeah, not a great week. Just a good week. Hope, you, hope you've had a good week. Um, I think one of these days I will hope that you've had an exceptional week, but um, today's not that day, my friend. No, no. Hope it's been good. So let's talk about content, not contentment or enlightenment, not contentment. We're not there yet. Um, that's going to be at least another 4,000 shows before I get anywhere near contentment. Um, let's talk about content. Uh, yeah, if you've, if you've come here looking for contentment, you, you've veered way off, way off. To be honest, I'm pushing it, talking about content and trying to make it useful. So contentment's uh, come back next year. We'll see how we're doing. So you'll have to tell me if this is true or not, because I'm kind of taking a stab here. And since we're socially distanced and uh, I'm also pre-recording this, if you are going to tell me if I'm wrong, you're going to have to shout or something. I don't know. Semaphore, perhaps. I wonder whether a lot of business owners worry about content. Not about just creating it, but worry that when they find it a struggle, that they're doing something wrong. I wonder whether business owners think that content should be easy. That if they were really good at this, if they really knew their audience, if they really knew what was going on, and they were really the megastar that they want to be, that content would be easy. they just sit down, look at the flashing cursor for three seconds and churn out gold. I wonder whether a lot of business owners feel that if they have to struggle to create content, that it's a failing on their part. I might be wrong there. And so that's why I wanted to talk about this, because this idea that content should be easy is a myth that needs to be broken. Because there's a reason that people like me create prompts and journals and planners and all this kind of stuff and multicolored pens and post-it notes and create courses. You know, there's a reason that I have in my Google Drive of awesomeness that it's free for subscribers if you go to the link below. There's a reason I have in there a document called All the Emails, which has got 61 email prompts. It's because people find this stuff hard and it's okay if you do that. That's not just going to be the episode, by the way. Just It's okay to feel crap about not being able to create content. I'm going to give you some practical tips. But it's okay to do that. So if you want some email prompts, click the link below and I'll give you them. Um, but if you want some advice, stick around and I'll give you some in a second. Just a reminder, if you want contentment, bugger off. I've got none of that. So let's talk about a couple of tips when it comes to about creating content. One of them is going to be a little bit woolly. Another one's going to be a bit more practical. So the first one, and I'm struggling to say this without it sounding like some kind of weird prison game, um, but you've got to kind of open yourself up to the idea of content. Open yourself up. Just be aware of content. Open up to content. That's my autobiography title. Nailed. It's this idea that content is not just a one and done thing. You've got to be on the lookout for it. You've got to notice it. It's like, um, let's, let's move away from the prison related sayings. Um, Mr. Miyagi in Karate Kid, right? So it's wax on, wax off. Paint the fence. Up, you know, I'm, you know what? I just realised I'm very dangerously close to a possibly racist Japanese accent, so let's just cut that. So wax on, wax off. Paint fence, up, down. That kind of thing. Mundane, banal activities, but greater lessons contained within. They're both blocks. Um, I won't act them out for you because that would just be embarrassing for all of us. But there's this idea, this Miyagi idea, that you can find gold in the most banal of things. So don't put a pressure on yourself to come up with this kind of stuff. 
It's not a case of you have, you don't have to do anything monumental to create content. You don't have to climb Everest in your underpants to create a LinkedIn post. You don't have to win an award to put anything on LinkedIn or, you know, or Instagram or anything like that. You can find gold in the most boring stuff. So, for example, like here, this is a really good example. Since COVID happened, past few months, I've started doing all my writing in here. Because if I go in the house, there are too many annoying distractions. I've got the dog, I've got the kids, I've got the dog, I've got jobs around the house, I've got the dog. Okay, I've got all these things going on. And if I go in there, I will get work done, but it won't be enjoyable and it won't be productive. So the small change of coming out here, even though it's cold and loud and a bit miserable and cut off, puts me two doors between distractions. So I can come out here and I can spend an hour and get a good hour's work done. It's not a massive change, it's just moving 20 feet away from where I was before. So there's content there. Maybe it's the idea that a change of environment is all you need. Like one simple change of environment can affect radical results. Maybe it's not even about the environment. Maybe it's about, for you, maybe it's about um, separating yourself from certain types of social media or inputs or stopping doing this or just one tiny habit that's had a massive effect on your life. Maybe it's about people. Maybe it's a lesson about, it's not about the environment, it's about since I've started hanging around with really successful people, I've started up in my game. Maybe there's something there for your audience to go, oh yeah, I like that, that's good. Content's everywhere. You just need to open yourself up and look for it. So maybe check in with yourself, you know, like three or four times a day and just go, what have I done over the last hour? Right, does that relate to my audience? No, fine, okay. Just get into the habit of doing that. And the second thing about this, and if I remember, I'll put a link below to this, is having somewhere to record it. Don't think, because you've thought of the idea, it's there forever. We've all, we've all done the thing when we've gone, right, I'll remember that. And then you walk in, you go, oh, bloody hell. Oh, bloody hell. And you've no idea what it was. You need to get around that. You need a place to put it down. Now, I'll put a link below to a YouTube video by a guy called Michael O'Neill. So I use Trello to capture a lot of ideas. So if you use Trello, you'll find this gold. If you don't, nip off and make a cup of tea for about a minute. So on my phone, I have a shortcut where I say, hey, Brian, except not Brian, the name of the phone. Um, then I say, content idea, and then I waffle. And once I've finished waffling, that gets stored as a card on my Trello board in a list called content ideas. So no matter where I am, having a poo, walking the dog, shopping in Aldi, or doing all three of those, <laughs> doesn't matter. I can just open up my phone and say, hey Brian, content idea, talk, and it's done. It's out of my head, I can start worrying about it. So, open yourself up to content ideas and have somewhere to record them. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be technological. Just carry a notepad in your pocket. Just have somewhere to put it. So that's the, the, that's the woolly idea. Just this idea of just being aware of content around you and looking for it. The second thing is a tip I got from I didn't realize it at the time when I was at sixth form. So I, I wasn't academically gifted. At no point in my life have I been academically gifted. So in sixth form, I spent a lot of my time in the library avoiding work. And the best way I've had to do this was they had a copy of Golf World magazine every single month. I've no idea. Maybe I'm confusing my sixth form library for the actual library. I don't know. But every month they got a copy of Golf World magazine. And that was the thing I used to read and waste time with in the library. Now, 
every I, I, I was at sixth form for two years, despite my lack of academic talent. I read every single month, 24 months of that magazine. And the thing is, the cover items never change. The cover items of a golf mag, and you can Google this and find it out, is always how to hit the ball longer and harder than ever. Here's a fancy course in Monaco that you'll never be able to afford to play. Here's Tiger Woods gear, it's 48,000 pounds. Dream on. And here's some gear. Here's a profile of a famous golfer. Every single month it was the same. Hit the ball longer and harder. Here's some fancy equipment. Here's a fancy course. Here's a profile. That kind of thing. Every single month it was the same five or six ideas on the cover. And, you know, when we're finally allowed to go back to Tesco and WH Smith's, you can prove this for yourself. Look at all the glossy magazines. What you'll find is the cover stories are different, the specifics are different, but the underlying themes are the same. They're just regurgitating the same old content. And, you know, you look at somebody like Gary Vee, somebody who, who is renowned for having the most content than anybody else on the planet. You know what his content is. It's hustle, 24-7, grind, do it, create, no dog, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's, it's like... I don't know, it's like if the Nike slogan had sex with David Goggins and had a baby, just do it, David Goggins, that, that's what Gary Vee is. So, but all his stuff is pretty similar. You can probably sum up Gary Vee's messages in five or six slogans and all those kind of things. We know what his message is, but he's still able to get all this great amount of content. So here's the idea. Steal the idea from Golf, uh, Golf World. Think about what would your magazine look like? What would that look like for you? If you were, if you're a plumber, what would plumber Plumbers Weekly look like? Like you know, so when you go in, you know, you might not have longer and harder. Yeah, let's not do that. Um, you might not have anything like that. But what would your magazine for your people look like? And come up with, you know, if you want to go to the extent of mocking it up in Canva or Photoshop, go nuts. But come up with five or six cover stories that the audience would love. Really dial in on specific pain points create them a magazine and create this first issue of your magazine. What were the five or six most pressing problems that your audience wants solving? And put them on this fictional magazine cover. And then take a kind of step back and look about, look at what, what the real underlying issues are with that specific problem. What's the real theme here? What's the theme for each one of these five or six things? And what you'll end up with is five or six themes that you can constantly talk about. These are the themes that your audience cares about over and over again and as you get feedback and as you get likes and engagement and that kind of stuff you can adjust adapt and move on and change things around that's fine but take this idea of the magazine think about what the top five or six themes are for your audience what do they really care about feel free to go in if it helps go really specific and then dial it back and look up what the underlying theme is or just try and brainstorm a few themes and think about those kind of stuff and just let them Every single day when you're opening yourself up to content, let them swirl around your head. So think about the conservatory. Maybe one of your themes is productivity. So there's a productivity tip there. Maybe one of these themes is family. And you think, right, even though I'm away from my family here, because I'm spending less time at work, I'm spending more time with my family out there. So you can get these themes and you start noticing it. You start doing the washing up. You'll start waxing on and waxing off and you'll start painting the fence and coming up with these great ideas and this gold, it'll just come out from nowhere. And then, because you've paid attention and you've got a place to put all these ideas down, you're never short of ideas. So when you wander up to the computer, you know what you're gonna write. You've got a Trello list 
full of different cards that you can just tap into anytime you like. So take these ideas and kind of merge them together. Not quite in the Gary V, just do it, David Goggins graphic baby thing, but just put them to, idea, put them to practice. Open yourself to, to, up to ideas. Get somewhere to note your ideas down. And then just really dial in on what the five or six cover item themes that your audience really give a monkeys about. What are they? And let them swirl around your head every single day and you'll start to notice stuff and you jot them down and you'll just build this bank of content that you can access again and again and again. And the more you write, the more you'll go off on tangents and you go, oh, I was going to talk about that, but that'll make for another blog post or that would make for a great video or that would make for a great podcast. You'll get more and more ideas. The more you do this and the more that you create these systems, the easier it becomes. So, hope you find that useful. If you've got any questions, find them below or above. Uh, and do, do subscribe to my email as well. If you want to take the easy way out and you find email a bit of a struggle, I'll send you 61 email prompts you can use right now to um, re-engage with your list and turn them into active, responsive buyers. <laughs> have a good one. And uh, you know what? Have a great week. I will end with a great week. Hope your next week is awesome. Have a good one. Bye.